0: Testing, 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 testing. Hello. Hi. It's Carly, your host of the podcast, All of the Above. It has been a while since I recorded a podcast. I'm currently taking a video of myself to send to my friend Sarah Kirby as proof that I'm recording this right now. Um, because the reason I took such a long hiatus from this is something that is not easy to talk about, and it's also something that I can't really not talk about. It would feel really wrong to not talk about, um, and also. Recording these podcasts and investing myself in these in this podcast Is something that I am really invested and interested and excited about And i'm never going to Feel like i'm fully ready to do this Um, but I am ready to put my energy into something and I am ready to share myself because I think that that's why we're all here to begin with Is to share ourselves and that is different for every single person But for me what feels the most right in my life is sharing myself via the internet um, And that's why I'm here So there's no really way to preface this There's no way to sugarcoat it or make it sound nice. But if you don't know, my older sister, she's my only sister, she passed suddenly, unexpectedly, at the end of April. April 22nd, 2022. I'm recording this on... June 7th, 2002. So it's been over a month now since her passing. I traveled home the day after finding out the news. I had no idea. I didn't have a plan. I had no idea how long I would be home. I ended up staying home for five weeks. Right now, I am back in San Diego and I will be returning home back to Indiana where my parents live next week and I'm staying there for two months which I am quite excited about Um, my parents live in Indiana and as kids we grew up um, my parents would rent a cottage in Indiana for two months in the summer and we would grow up and spend our summers in Indiana going to the beach literally every single day rain or shine so my parents live in that same place that we grew up going as kids and it just feels really right to be there right now it feels really right to be with family and it feels really right to be in a location that just holds so much meaning to me to my family to my relationship with my sister um And I'm honestly couldn't be more excited to be going home for two months. This last month of May when I was in Indiana for five weeks, that's the longest that I've ever been away from San Diego since moving here July 2019. So these two months back will be obviously even longer. But again, it just feels so right to be doing that and... I'm excited too to be there and to kind of share my life there. It's going to be like a simple, straightforward summer. I'm going to get to participate in things that we did all of our childhood. And I'm just really amped about that. I just listened back a little bit to what I've recorded so far. Today is June 7th, 2022. I said that it's June 7th, 2002, and that gave me a laugh. So maybe it'll give you a laugh. Because in 2002, I was seven years old, and the thought of going back in time just sounds silly. Um, I don't really know how I'm supposed to go about this. And that's something that has kind of turned me off to showing up. And talking about it and I don't want this to come across as that I'm forcing myself or pressuring myself to show up because that's not the case here. I want to be doing this and I'm realizing that there is no perfect way to do this. There is no perfect way or right or wrong way to grieve take that with a grain of salt I don't know cause, maybe there is a wrong way to grieve or an unhealthy way to grieve but I don't think that's the case here um, and death is just weird death is bizarre it's so ominous I don't even I need to Google what that means. Define. Um, oh, it's spelled with an O, giving the impression that something bad or unpleasant is going to happen, threatening and auspicious. I guess it's a. It's an uncomfortable topic, and personally, I am. But the thing is, is death is inevitable for every single one of us. And every single one of us is going to have loss in our life. So I don't think there's any reason to not talk about it. Um, Yeah, my sister passed April 22nd, 2022. She's 29 years old. My sister is one of four kids. I it's goes I have an older brother than my sister, than myself, and I have a younger brother. We're all 2 years apart. And my sister was very much so my absolute best friend in my whole entire life. I firmly believe wholeheartedly it's not even a belief to me it's just a fact that my sister is one of my soulmates in my lifetime and she was a really really prominent figure in my life one of the biggest figures in my life like I'm picturing three people in my brain right now that mean the absolute world to me And that are my absolute world. And she is one of them. So. Losing her. Has been a whirlwind. And. I've just been taking it day by day. And I think that. Another intimidating factor of hitting record today is what if I don't say everything? How is that going to come across? How is that going to be perceived? In some ways it feels like I could potentially be selling my relationship to her short. I could be selling her life short. I'm just putting all this pressure on it and I'm going to give myself that permission right now to take that pressure off because I don't have to convey all of my feelings and all of my emotions and everything that I've been going through right now right here in this one single episode where I am just starting to open up about what's going to be and what is one of the biggest most integral moments of my whole entire life one of the most traumatic things that I have experienced thus far and probably will ever experience and I can't put pressure on myself to think that I need to know what to say or have the right thing to say because what even is the right thing to say why I really wanted to record this episode and honestly what I really want to talk about and what I think is in a sense exciting to talk about And I also want to just be put out there in this single form of content that people can listen to, especially my loved ones and closest friends and honestly anyone else that has lost someone and that this may resonate with them Um, and maybe spark stories for them or just be something that is kind of tender to listen to maybe even heartwarming in a sense to listen to is certain signs that I have gotten from my sister since her passing. I have even promised my closest, closest, closest friend that I would tell her as they come up and I just haven't because it's hard to keep up in all of my relationships right now. It's hard to fill every single person in since being back in San Diego, I sometimes even forget to reach out to my own family, to reach out to my mom or my dad or my brothers. I'm honestly even having a hard time sometimes to reach out to my own partner that I live with and I'm with nearly 24-7. So I just think that this is going to be an awesome way to document the really flooring signs that I have experienced since my sister's passing. And there's four specifically that I want to talk about today. Um, And maybe I will make a podcast about other signs, but these ones have just been the most standout thus far. So I want to start with the well the story of the well because now this has just become like an angel symbol from erica of every time i come across a well to me that just feels like all right she's here she wanted me to walk by this she's guiding me she's here with me she's loving me she's comforting me she's just here but where the whale starts is February, end of February, start of March. I went on a week long vacation with my family, with my partner's family, and they're like miscellaneous friends. And included on that trip was my sister Erica, because my sister Erica went on so many trips with us wherever we were if she could make herself also there she would do it that was just the type of person she was she always made time to come visit me spend time with me whether that's visiting my partner's parents in Tennessee or if that's getting invited to come with on this trip to Mexico with us so we're spending the week in Puerto Vallarta Mexico and In Puerto Vallarta, especially during that time, there's whales passing through, migrating. And what we would do is sit on the balcony of our hotel in the mornings and we would whale watch because you can just see them coming up, swimming along, hanging out with dolphins, hanging out with their babies, doing as dolphins, or not dolphins, well, doing as dolphins do, doing as whales do. I so badly wanted to be down there in the water. I was like, I would give anything to just be like a fucking well and (laughs) just like get to roll around in the ocean, like in the morning, which I guess I could make my dream a reality. But being a well in the ocean just feels like it hits different. Being a dolphin in the ocean feels like it hits different than being a human. But um, I'll take what I can get because I obviously cannot morph myself into a well, although I think that I would at this point in time I think that I would like if I could I think I would also fun fact about whales is that they stay together as family union the whole entire life anyway so we're spending our mornings well watching we're also here in Puerto Vallarta Mexico over my birthday so my birthday is March 4th Hala. Pisces season queen water goddess no wonder I want to be a well. do not like to be away from water if I'm away from water I truly feel like I'm dying inside I have issues with the desert because of this it's beautiful and I'm gonna let you have it but please don't take it personally that I just would much rather be by a body of water at all points in time at all points in time at all points in time so again backtracking kind of excited about being a Pisces we're there over my birthday and my sister and I start this running joke that she bought me the whales for my birthday it was a gift that she paid for she orchestrated she made it happen she pulled some strings to get these whales to show up on my birthday And it was like, ha, 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 my birthday whales. And then days after and even like the days before, it was this joke that they were her layaway whales, which I honestly don't even know if that makes sense. But in my brain, it does make sense. So don't think about it too deep. But the joke was that they were the layaway whales that she paid extra for to continue to show up because that's how much she loved me and like I was worth it it's like damn you and your layaway whales I just paused so that I can go back in our text conversations um so then the joke was ongoing anytime that I would see a whale in my life after we went back home she went back to Chicago I went back to San Diego anytime that I would see a whale whether it was a picture or a I don't know what you would call like a piece of art hanging up, I would take a picture of the whale and send it to her and just say like, saw a well, And she would say, my layaway whales are still showing up. And I said, you must've paid a fortune for this type of service. And she says, you're worth it, baby girl. So this was our inside joke. Our inside joke was whales. So that was like a love symbol for us. It made us think of each other. Um, it was a sisterly thing. It just really was this big symbol in our life for the last two months of us being here together on this earth. Um, so after she passed, I don't remember the first well that I saw, but I do remember two of the more significant wells that I have saw- seen that I do want to tell you about. So... Like I said, I came home the day after her passing and that was a really, 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 really emotional day. The day finding out was emotional. The next day was like the whole thing was emotional, but those first initial days, it's just the most overwhelming sensations, feelings I've ever experienced. And I'm back in Indiana, where my parents live. We're with some friends and family. My partner's with me. My partner's also heartbroken because my partner and I have been together for, it'll be 10 years this December. It'll be almost a whole decade of us together, experiencing life together. And my sister, being an extension of me, she was someone that was always around, and we were like the three musketeers we were our own little threpple. we could do anything together and we would have a blast like if we wanted to go somewhere and have good company and know that we were going to enjoy ourselves, it was like okay me erica and my partner like we we could take on the whole entire world and we're home and my partner's explaining to me about how upset he became, an overwhelmed he became by the sign that's in this bathroom, in the the bathroom, the kids' bathroom, that we all share whenever we are staying at my parents' house. My parents' house is three blocks from the beach. Like I said, we grew up here as kids. We have spent our entire lives on the beach. The beach is our happy place. This beach particular in Indiana it, it's where we go. It means family. It means everything to us. And this sign that's in our bathroom, the kids' bathroom, says on it, I wonder how the beach is doing without me. So rightfully so, that sign means a whole lot more now than it did two days before those events. We were there... April 23rd, when he was having this moment a day after she passed, whatever. (sighs) That sign, I wonder how the beach is doing without me. My sister, Erica, had bought me when I moved into my first apartment my sophomore year of college. I was 19 years old, my first apartment. I moved in there August 2014 I guess and she had bought me two signs that one and one that had a pug on it to put on my apartment walls I was living in this apartment all by myself um and it was something that I've always kept ever since then and I think it's important to note too that my sister gave me those signs for my first ever apartment again when I was 19 and that apartment also is where I hit the lowest point in my life. It's where I suffered really, really deep depression and was really, really struggling in my life. And I just think that it's really impactful for reasons that I'm about to share with you. That it just so happens that she gave me this sign during one of the lowest moments, lowest phases, lowest seasons of my existence to this point in time. And now we're fast forward. It's 2022. We're kind of getting emotional about the sign because again, it has so much more meaning now. And we're crying. We're at the beach together. He's telling me about this. And we go home. I am taking my contacts out, brushing my teeth, getting ready to go to bed after just absolute like whirlwind of the last 36 hours. And I go to just look at the sign that is in question and I notice that there's a fucking well on the sign. There is a fucking well on the sign I absolutely lost it I lost it I had no real memory of there being a whale there I had never taken note of the whale to me it was just like oh that's the blue picture sign Erica got me for my apartment I wonder how the beach is doing without me very fitting we love the beach there's a fucking whale on it And for me to notice that now, after everything that has happened, for her to give that to me when she did, and then to see it now, it really blew me away, and I immediately told my mom about it, I told my family about it, I expressed to them how much Wells meant to me and my relationship with my sister, and just to me that seeing a whale really feels like she's talking to me she's seeing me she's with me and now ever since then whenever we see whales I still take a picture I still take note of it and instead I just send it to my family group chat and they'll do the same when they see a whale I was in um Chicago visiting a cousin, and I saw like a whale, graffiti whale. I was like, City whale. And my brother and his girlfriend went to Hawaii for a destination wedding that they had planned like, already to go to. And they saw a whale there, and they're like, Hawaii whale. But another fucking crazy whale encounter was something that we started doing to spend time together while we were all home grieving the initial loss was we started to go bowling and fun fact about my family is that all four of us kids grew up bowling we were in a saturday league that's what we did i had my own ball like we were all pretty good bowlers i actually think that i was better bowling when i was eight than i am now but i just think that i get in my head but that's nonetheless so we start to go bowling i think we've gone four or five times in like the five weeks that i was home which is a lot for someone that like really hasn't bowled that frequently but i foresee a lot of bowling in my future so where my parents live it's like not a crazy populated place it's like not a really updated place either it's kind of like frozen in time in a sense low maintenance um type of place so this bowling alley isn't it isn't like state of the art or anything like that like it probably hasn't been updated since I've been born I'm 27 years old it's just a bowling alley there's nothing fancy about it so I'm bowling I think it's the first time my first time at the theater excuse me our first time before the series of events of us regularly going and I go to the bathroom. There's three stalls in the bathroom. I happen to pick the middle one. And I go to sit down and pee and I look up. And you know how sometimes bathrooms have like advertisements on their stall or even like sex trafficking pictures. Like there's sometimes like posters on like the back of like this of the stall door. Well, guess what the picture was on the back of the stall door of the middle stall that I happened to pick to relieve myself. It was a fucking whale. A fucking whale fact. Just like fun fact. Did you know that whales arteries are big enough that a human could swim through them? Like that was it. It felt like such a cosmic joke of like this really like right now, right here in this bowling alley. In this stall, you're just gonna casually there's just gonna be a whale right there. Like and my sister just passed and we talked to each other in whales and she's just gonna you know, just throw a little whale for me when I'm least expecting it. The whale stories just get me. Um so yeah, my sister and I we talk in whales. If you ever see a whale. Um, I hope you think of her and if I come across more fun well stories, I'm going to share them. I kind of want to go in order on these and I'm having fun talking about this and as I'm talking I'm thinking of more and more signs. So maybe I'll do like a part two. Maybe I'll just like forever do little tidbits of signs from Erica whenever they pop up because this is fun to chat about. The next one in chronological order, would be the night that my family and I started to go through ho- her like memory box. Each of us kids have a memory box up in my parents' attic. It has things like yearbooks, things from our christenings, things that we have chosen to put in there, and some of us have put in more personal things in, in their memory box than others just things from throughout life, things from past boyfriends, things from sports, things from medical, like, surgeries or things that we have gone through. Like, in mine, I broke my arm, so I'm pretty sure, like, my arm x-rays are in mine. I'm pretty sure my old retainer's in my box. Um, I have, like, old stuffed animals in my box. So we're going through my sisters and... It's really moving. It's this really special moment. I can picture it in my my brain of us all just like huddled around it going through each item that she has. And my mom finds this folder. And in this folder, if I recall correctly, my sister has miscellaneous sporting event things from high school that she decided to save. I'm pretty sure she has pictures from golf because my sister played golf in high school my sister was an, actually a really really good golfer and I'm picking up golf now because of her I have golfed nine holes two times now I have gotten multiple Abe Lincolns and if you are not cultured in golf in Abe Lincoln is what I have coined what you get when you have had so many swings that you've lost count it means that you have gone into double digits. You stopped counting. You're just happy that you're making it to the hole. I'm an avid A Blinkener, and my goal this summer is to golf nine without getting an A Lincoln. But all in my sister's honor, my sister was a really good golfer. You also get to really wear really cute outfits when you golf. I am really getting sidetracked right now. But the point of this is that the folder was full of golf related memorabilia okay well my mom finds this note in the folder with my sister's golf things and I'm trying to pull it up where is it where is it where is it Okay. My mom finds this handwritten note in Erica's handwriting in this folder of golf things. Like this note has nothing to do with what it was sandwiched between. And there's also nothing else like it in her tub, her memory box. Like she doesn't have, she doesn't have handwritten notes in her memory box. But she has one that we found after we're looking through all of these pictures of her and going through this box of essentially her life. And this is what the note says. And when I'm gone and all you have left are the pictures and memories, you have to think, I wasn't going to live forever. But pictures will, and every time you look at one, I will be there. Remember me. I will always carry a piece of you with me. Your, art, your heart will be carried within mine. Some people may say you're gone, but to me you are the tree outside the window, the wind that brushes across my face, the water that feeds the earth. Just because you might not be here physically does not mean you are not here. These are her words. This is a handwritten note that we found In her memory box. And when I tell you. That I just started. Crying. In disbelief. And repeating. What the fuck. What the fuck. Like. It sounds so made up. Even reading it back. I'm like this sounds so made up. Speaking about it. It sounds so made up. But this shit fucking happened. This note was in her fucking memory box. She wrote this shit. And she. Decided to keep it, and here we are, all these years later, finding it. And we ended up making it the little prayer on the back of her prayer card, memory card, um the cards that they pass out at funerals. Sometimes there's a picture of the person, sometimes it's something related to the religion. There may be a prayer or a verse written on it but we put this on her prayer card she literally wrote her own service card and that one blows me away that one is just too on the nose that one just made me feel like she's really still here and in some way for some reason this was orchestrated and agreed upon I don't fucking know like that shit has me lost for words and we're hypothesizing that she had written that because that was around the time that our we're assuming that it was written around the time that our great uncle had passed and my sister had a really close relationship with my great uncle or maybe it was my papa I don't know I can't recall right now but we're hypothesizing that she wrote this for a family member that passed but for us to find it in that way and during this timing it felt like it all along was meant for this um I am just going to keep moving along I'm going to the movies but I still wanted to record this because I literally have to rip the band-aid off at some point um so the next one that really blows me away is after the service. The service was May 7th, 2022. My, my sister's best friend, he was like my sister's everything. Like they were each other's like partners in crime. And his mother gifted myself and my mom these wine bottles that light up and they have sand in them and they have this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful engraved picture of my sister on it. It's really stunning and I think what I'm going to do is post the pictures of things that I'm referencing in this video on my Instagram so that you guys can reference it because I know that it's, it's cool to see and have pictures to a word so his mom gives us these wine bottles and on the back of each wine bottle they have two sayings and it's just this really really thoughtful gift it's really stunning my mom and I are really moved and we put it on display in the back room um, where we have some other things on display and we're just really excited about them and we turn them on each night turn them off when we're going to bed and the next day after the service we are sitting as a family in the back room watching moana because two of my sister's favorite movies were frozen 2 and moana and some of my family have never seen those movies i've actually had never seen frozen 2 until last month but we're watching moana Kind of as a way to memorialize memorialize my sister, feel there with my sister, laugh with my sister, cry with my sister. If you have never seen Moana, you need to fucking see Moana. Moana is actually my favorite Disney movie as well. Like Moana is life-changing. I cry every single time. The first time I ever watched Moana, I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, God himself is talking through this movie. It really, really tugged at my heartstrings and really means a lot to me so we're watching this movie and if you haven't seen this movie this could be considered a spoiler but I don't think it actually is because it happens really close to the beginning of the movie and like it's not going to necessarily ruin anything for you but if you want to watch it and don't want it to be spoiled maybe you pause go watch it and then come back okay So, in the movie, Moana is supposed to be, like, the next in line for running the little village that her family has um, in Hawaii. And she wants to be a voyager. She Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. She's really drawn to the water, yada, yada, yada. Honestly, the plot line doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter, but for the purpose of the story it doesn't matter as much moana's grandma suddenly no i think i have to no i have to tell i have to tell this i have to tell the plot a little bit so moana is hawaiian born on this hawaiian island to mom and dad the dad's like the ruler the king i don't necessarily know the term that they use but he leads the village and helps them make decisions in regards to food and how they're running the village, essentially. And they're kind of priming Moana to take over because she's like next in kin, next in line. But you kind of get the image straight from the jump that Moana doesn't necessarily want to just stay on the island forever, which is like what she's taught that the, that they do and what she's taught is the safest. She's really drawn to the water. She wants to go out into the water. She wants to explore. She wants to go beyond the reef. And her whole entire life, she's kind of taught that that's not allowed and she shouldn't do that and she shouldn't want that. And from literally like her being a baby, she has this scene where the ocean kind of chooses her. The ocean responds to her. The ocean interacts with her. The ocean takes care of her. The ocean and her have this really beautiful relationship to each other. And her grandma kind of knows this. So while her dad is kind of like, no, Moana, like you're not going to go out beyond the reef. Get that idea of the ocean out of your head. Why do you love the water so much? Like, you got to stay here. We got to take care of our people. But despite Moana growing up, her dad never being supportive, her grandma is the village crazy lady. And her grandma kind of always knows that Moana and the ocean have this relationship. And her grandma witnessed the first time that when Moana was a baby and had this little interaction with the ocean Her grandma saw it all. Her grandma knew it all. Her grandma knows that Moana is meant for what Moana's heart is calling for. And she's always kind of in the background. Her grandma is like a no fucks type of gal, like isn't afraid to be herself, knows who she is. People call her crazy. She doesn't give a damn. So Moana and this grandma's relationship is really important and just means a lot to who Moana is as an individual. Moana's grandma eventually reveals to Moana that the people of her island, the people of her village, actually were voyagers. That's how they ended up there. That's how they survived. That's what they did. They voyaged from island to island. But at some point in time, they stopped and they never really picked it up again. And it just became a village secret. And it's kind of revealed to Moana that her heart calling to want to go beyond the reef into to voyage has always had so much truth to it and she was just doubting it and suppressing it because that's what she thought that she was supposed to do and it was something that was reinforced for her to suppress based off of her interactions with her family with her dad mostly so her grandma reveals to her that they actually are voyagers and juana's like amped as fuck she's like She's just amped as fuck. She's so amped about the fact that they're voyagers. And her grandma reveals to her, too, that she was there the day that the ocean chose Moana. They gave Moana this little stone. Grandma's actually has the stone. And she gives it to Moana. And she tells her, like, what Moana has to do next. And the grandma, within, like, minutes, an hour of... Moana being revealed to the reality of what her destiny essentially is what the truth behind her village is um her grandma falls ill and I think I should backtrack because Moana is so amped about being voyagers that she like runs into the town meeting and like tells everyone that they were voyagers and the town's like all of stress and upset because the crops are being becoming diseased and like there's no fish and they're trying to figure out like what they're going to do for food and how they're going to overcome this obstacle and one like we're voyagers like we should go voyage outside beyond the reef and find another island and fish for food beyond the reef And her dad's pretty upset, like fucking pissed about this. And he's going to go burn down all of the kayaks, which I guess I'm just telling you guys literally the first like 20 minutes of the whole movie. But it's important because you need the background. So he's going to like burn all the kayaks because he's pissed that Moana knows this and he wishes that he would have done it a long time ago. But while he's going to go burn all these kayaks, they find out from another villager that the grandma the dad's mom has fallen and is really sick and she's just like not looking good and she's not gonna make it this is a fucking emotional last night like to find out that you're actually destined to go voyage across the ocean and then like all of a sudden your grandma's like dying like what the fuck what a whirlwind to be experiencing so moana goes to her grandma who's sick and they're like tending to her taking care of her and she wants to stay there be with her grandma and her grandma whispers to moana that she needs to go now's her chance she tells her what to do with the rock which I'm not necessarily going to get into it because then I would just be literally telling the whole entire plot of Moana, which if you guys enjoy me talking about Moana, I can talk more about it because I fucking love Moana. So her, mo- her grandma gives her the stone, tells Moana that she needs to go. She needs to voyage beyond the reef. She needs to basically fulfill her destiny, follow her destiny. And like now's the time. Like she can't sit there and wait. She can't wait another day. She can't wait for her grandma to possibly get better, can't wait for her grandma to pass, like, she has to go now, and Moana's really upset, because she knows that her grandma's about to pass, and she's like, how the fuck do you expect me to go off and do this shit right now when this is happening? Like, how, like, what? Like, no, grandma, like, I want to be here with you, and you know what her grandma says to her? Her grandma says to her, there is no place you can go that I won't be with you. Okay, don't quote me on that because maybe that's not the exact thing. But something along the lines, there's nowhere you can go that I won't be with you. And as soon as the grandma says that, I fucking jump up from my seat. I run over to the wine bottle. And what's on the back of the wine bottle is the exact quote that the grandma had just said. The exact quote that the grandma had just said is on the back of this wine bottle. And I just start losing it. My mom starts losing it. We're both in complete shock. And I text him and I ask him and I say, how did your mom pick these sayings? Did your mom know what Moana meant to erica what moana meant to me has your mom ever seen moana his mom had no i has never seen moana had no idea of its significance his mom had just picked two quotes that she liked so this quote that she picked just so happens to be one of the most meaningful quotes that there could be from one of the most meaningful movies that has ever impacted my sister and myself. How's that for fucking mind-blowing, okay? Like, that, it blows my mind. It's mind-blowing. I have one more story to tell you, and then I have to head to the movies. But I'm telling you, this is so much fun to talk about. And I have so much more that I would like to share. So the, th- the fourth and final story of this episode is about my sister talking to me through balloons. This is now like three weeks have gone by, maybe it's four weeks. And I'm still at home, still in Indiana. And it's my cousin's birthday. And my cousin has always been a really really good friend of mine one of my closest friends my nearly my yeah my whole life we're the same age she's been there my whole entire entire life and she's also been an amazing support system for me with everything that's been going on like our relationship has just been a really important relationship to me and her birthday is passing and I decided that I want to go be with her on her birthday which requires me to drive to Chicago so my plan is that I was going to get her a balloon, a card, Dunkin' Donuts, like just some things to give her on her birthday to celebrate her. And I go to the Jewel Osco and I am picking out a card and a balloon. I get her this beautiful balloon. It says, happy birthday. It's like large and in charge. It has this beautiful pink ribbon. Like it was just perfect, screamed out to me. And I was like, okay. Hey, this is the one. This is the card. Like I got it. Let's go so i purchased the card purchase the balloon through self-checkout i walk outside i'm walking to my car and as i'm about like two cars away from my car the balloon unattaches from the ribbon and just floats away just floats away and i just stop and i stare at it in disbelief of that really just that really just happened like my balloon really just said sayonara see you later and I'm just staring at it and there's a girl in the car like across from me and she's like all bent over the the steering wheel like sideways looking out her driver's window her what's that called shield driver's shield front window can't think of words right now we're both just staring at it and I get in the car because I'm kind of like a little embarrassed and I also kind of am on time frame like I want to get there at a certain time and I realized in hindsight that I probably could have gone back in and told them what happened and got a new balloon. But I just decided that that was fate. That balloon was gone. I would tell her the story. It would be kind of funny. i was still going to give her the ribbon because it's a cute ribbon. And I just move on. So I'm driving to my cousin in Chicago. I'm taking the Skyway. The Skyway is this highway between indiana and chicago that kind of goes through a really industrialized area it's a part of illinois slash indiana that was like really built up for industry and it's not as relevant in today's day and age like a lot of the buildings are vacant people don't really live there like it's just driving through old factories and shit so There's not a lot going on. It's not the most scenic, but it gets you to Chicago quickly and you skip traffic. And that's the Chicago Skyway. Love the Chicago Skyway. I'm driving. And again, this is not a populated area. People don't live in this area. There's not things going on in this area. I'm driving and I see this faint, this faint. I mean, it was real as day. I see this red balloon just drifting its way over the skyway like just high enough that it's making it over the skyway but not so high that it's like up in the sky like it's just right where i can see it and take note of it and this is enough for me to be like okay like erica is talking to me through balloons she took my balloon away in the jewel Asco parking lot and now she's showing me another balloon and that was enough for me to be like, okay, like I'm getting balloon signs and I'm not mad about it because any sign from you, I'll take it. it. Makes me feel warm inside, makes me feel a little bit hopeful, makes me have a little bit of peace. And I'm like, wow, there really was just a balloon that in the middle of nowhere just drifted perfectly over the highway. So it was in my line of sight, like barely looked like it had enough helium in it to be doing what it was doing, but it was there, it was real. And it was impactful. And I go and visit my cousin, tell her about the balloon. We have a really, really good time hanging out together. It's really easy to talk to her. And I'm feeling really good about my day and my decision to go see her. And it was my first big outing since the whole situation gone down. And it was a good one. It was a successful one. And I come home. I don't really know what i do the rest of the day but at some point in time i go on a walk i go on a walk my parents live in a very forested area it's really beautiful and i started to go on these walks back in december um i had never really done these walks before but now it's like a real habit of mine it's actually something that i really love to do now in my parents neighborhood we i always walk by the house that we rented when we were kids um as like a fun way to like relish in those memories there's this park that we used to always play with play at when we were kids so i walked by that park and then i kind of started a little tradition that i made my way down to the beach and at this point in time it's may so where my parents live there's a lot of renters like people live there year-round but there's also a lot of renters So, in the summer, it's way more populated from people coming and renting, but in the off season, it's not as populated. So, I go down to the beach. It's empty, there's no one there. And my little ritual is that I would put on this playlist that I had made of songs that remind me of my sister, and I would put it on full blast and I would dance. And I had multiple dance parties on the beach. And this particular night, I'm having a dance party. I'm smiling. I am laughing. I am crying. I'm ecstatically dancing. I am jumping up and down. I am running. I am just moving my body in whatever way I feel called to listening to these songs that remind me of my sister. It's this playlist that I feel like I'm sharing with her. And it's these songs all have so much meaning for us. And it feels like I'm hanging out with her. And it's just this really beautiful experience. And I'm actually really hopeful that I can continue to create that this summer even though there will be more people around. Um so I'm dancing, I'm vibing, I'm enjoying myself. It's a moment of happiness. It's a moment of clarity of in a sense is a moment of peace. It's a moment of deep connection to my sister. And again, like I just feel like I am hanging out with her. And on this beach walk, I decide to pick up some trash and i want to be better about this but it's not something that i regularly was doing on my multiple multiple numerous numerous countless countless beach walks that i have done and had done especially in that time frame like what i was doing when i was back in indiana was walking like i was just going on walks so this was the not the one and only time cuz i picked up trash a week or two later but this was just a rare occurrence for me to be like I'm going to throw away this trash. Like it was this really big piece of plastic like almost something that you would stick in a box to protect glass from breaking. If you can picture like that type of material, it was like big sheets of that that you would find in a box to protect something from breaking during shipping. And I take up I pick up this like heavy thing after my dance session is over and I noticed it like at the beginning of my dance session and I'm like, okay, I'm, when I'm done dancing, I'm going to take that and I'm bringing it to the trash. So my dance session's over and where my parents live, there's multiple entrances to the beach and where you enter and exit the beach depends on where your house is. You're supposed to use the beach that is closest to your house. Um, but you can walk up and down the beach and I just, go down on the other stops like when I'm doing my walks um so the stop that I decide to exit the beach at and the garbage can that I decide to throw away the trash in happens to have a helium balloon in it I open the trash can and there is just this barely floating balloon just kind of taunting me like a ticklish hello, like a little, hee hee, you didn't see this coming, Carly. The stop that you pick, the trash that you decide to throw away, the garbage can that you decide is the one that you're going to lift up the lid and put this trash into There is a balloon waiting for you because Erica's been orchestrating this the whole day and Erica's been saying hello with a little wink all day long. And here she is again with your third balloon of the day. How often do I see floating balloons? I don't, never, ever. But now I see them all of the time ever since that one day. And this video is so ominous. It's so ominous. I have a video I took, and I will post that as well on my Instagram. So, yeah. The Signs I've gotten from my sister so far. whales, The note in her memory box. The Moana movie quote. And balloon talk. And the balloon talk one gets a little bit even more crazier, which I guess I can share to you in a future episode. But I it's 5:16 and i have to see i have to see. I'm going to see a movie at 5:30 like it starts at 5:30, but we all know that the trailers take about 20 minutes. Um so i need to get going, but i am really proud of myself for recording this because otherwise i would have continued to put this off and i'm proud of my friend Sarah Kirby for inspiring me to just go ahead and do it, get it done, get it started. Um There was never going to be a right time to, I was never going to feel like I'm fully ready to start talking about these things. But now that I did, I honestly feel really good. And I honestly am very excited to talk more about it. And I have a whole list of things that I want to talk to you guys about because I have so many thoughts and so many things that have made a profound impact on me recently and So many thoughts about this summer, too. And I do want to continue to share about my sister. Talking about my sister is my favorite topic. Um, I love her to death. She's my absolute best friend. And I want to continue to share her legacy. I want to share what she meant to me. I want to share our relationship. I want to share the signs that she gives me. I want to share my life moving forward. My sister was so supportive of me. And I know that she's going to continue to be so supportive of me. I told this to my mom today. We were like discussing her and her key characteristics and what she was like. And something that came up was how supportive she was. And my sister, literally, if I wanted to sell my own farts on the internet, my sister would support me. There was nothing that I could want to pursue that my sister wouldn't support me on. And that's really powerful and it feels really special to me and I know that that was the case in life and I know that it's going to be the case moving forward and that's something that really gives me life to show up here and talk about it and to move forward with sharing myself and sharing my light and following my passions and following my desires and just making sure that I continue to show up for myself and making sure that I don't sell myself short I don't know making sure I don't get in my head like Erica would want this Erica I know she's supporting me forever on so thank you so much for listening and thank you for being here and I hope that you continue to stick around and listen to future episodes and yeah I'm sure I will be talking to you soon and until then It is aloha, goodbye, not aloha, hello.